0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite team.
0: And lots. Of hot tape. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the Free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: You're listening to BGN Radio.
1: Eagles outside linebacker Connor Barwin joins us.
2: I heard you guys are the best Eagles podcast there is out there in Philly, so I'm excited to talk to you guys. Right here on BleedingGreenNation.com, fueled by Duncan Philly and part of the Liberty Broadcast Network.
0: Uh, that's about as exciting as I'll get today, because <laughs> because it is uh, episode number one twenty eight, and uh, I I honestly just want to throw this in the trash can. I, I I'm sitting here with James Elser. James, how how are you this afternoon, bud? Shitty. Yeah, John, yeah, it's pretty think much that's the word that comes to mind. It's pretty much how it's gonna go today, and there's no way. Let me just get this out of the way. There's no way Eagles should have lost that football team. We're just talking off air. We're just saying I don't like. There's no, even, there's no logical reason that we're going to break down this football game. We should have won that football game. I don't care if it was Bradford or Sanchez or whatever. This team offensively is not good enough. And there was guys that were, run, were running wide open for two, for two quarters and they couldn't get anything going. The run game couldn't get going. James and I even talked about that on the Fanatic on the pregame show. Yes, they're 31st. Yes, they are. But they shouldn't be like just under uh, being taken lightly. And guess what? They kicked their ass. Dennis Kelly was all over the field. The one moment where we have, okay, this team's finally going to get consistent here, maybe. Maybe this team gets consistent now. They have an easy schedule. They got three games where they, they should go bang, bang, bang. And they let the Miami Dolphins? They let fucking Dan Campbell beat this team? That's what I'm saying. Like, you look at this, and the, 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 the Dolphins didn't even, they just waited around. They're like, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait. Then you have that freak touchdown, which Connor Bardowin was doing his job, and I still don't understand why nobody was tackling anybody as that ball was dropping into the end zone. But Jenkins doesn't see it. Nobody sees it. They catch a touchdown, and you're just like, god damn. Now we're bitching about Sanchez throwing an interception from the three. On third down, you should be throwing there. I don't give a shit what Chip says. You shouldn't run there three yards to play for the field goal? Fuck that. Score. This team should be able to throw in the end zone without throwing a goddamn interception. That's how it is today. And it's part of Miles Austin. That's on chip two. Why the fuck is he on this football team? How do you how do you not look at your quarterback twice? How do you not deflect it out of the way? And maybe Sanchez shouldn't have thrown it. It was a tight window. Fine, whatever. I'll tell ta- I, I, I just how do you not score? How do you not score for three quarters? How is that possible? When we think about Caleb Sturgis, him missing like an extra point, and yeah, Dernboss is on that too because it was a bad snap, but just everything sucked offensively. That's what I'm saying. This is a waste of – I'm starting to feel it now. This is a waste of a good defense. We can talk about the roster construction and all the wrong things and Jib Kelly's a bad GM, which I still don't believe, and we're getting like – To the deep end of uh, he needs to be gone after nine games or whatever it has been here. This team is not good enough. I I thought eventually that this this could be uh, consistent, 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 but it just can't, James. It just can't.
1: John, I shall do my own soliloquy rant as well now uh, to (laughs) to agree with you. I know I'm with you. Let's start with Miles Austin. You just mentioned him. Get the fuck out. All right, just leave this team the 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 not getting your feet down the end zone. Are you kidding that's me, man? Horrible. Are you college kids get their feet down on that play? That that's 101. Wide receiving 101, and that Sanchez pick, it's on Sanchez too, but Miles Austin sh- showed no effort whatsoever. That he should have been able to at least knock that ball away. I'm not saying he should have been able to catch it, but he should have been able to make a play on that ball. I mean, what was that? It looked like he was just loafing along. He was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to get to this one. Oh, he caught it. Whoops. Sorry. So, so fuck Miles Austin. He needs to be cut bad. I want to go back to Chip for a second. I want to go to the press conference today. First of all, Chip kept saying, oh, but, you know, they were one play better. It comes down to one play in this league. You know, the last three games, one play. Screw that. Make it so that you don't have to have it as one play. Why does it have to come down to one play? Why can't you beat a bad team? And not have it come down to one play, Chip. The Dolphins are a bad team. Yeah, what They're a not. They're, yeah, they're not. A, that's a shitty excuse. It's it's a bullshit excuse. Is what it is? It's 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 pandering. Don't well, tell yeah. me that. There. Hold on, John. Hold on. Let me finish here because I got, I got two more things I want to <laughs> say. Okay. Uh, one more with the with the press conference today. Uh, Chip and McLean get into it. Okay, Joe. First time. Uh, you know, Chip. Uh, not the first time they've gotten into it, but but McLean asks, guess what? Uh, a, a legitimate question whatever shockingly enough and it's it's do you think that this offense they're they're the new pieces it's just it's they're not gelling right now it's too much time and chip goes on the other way and be like new pieces what are you talking about we got the same starting tight end the same tight tackle and you know starting wide receiver jordan matthews will start. shut up are you serious the first time i'm ever agreeing with mclean on something like this are you kidding me and then he never answers the question. How can you not say that having Bradford and Murray and new guards and new whatever, I mean, this, this is a new offense. It's new players, Chip. That's a bullshit answer. It's just getting into a fight with McLean to get into a fight with him when he asked a legitimate question, and that pisses me off, okay? And- and last thing I'll say, like you said, the D played well. I heard a few people try and give the D shit. The D played well. They were given short fields multiple times. They did pretty much all they could do. Were there some breakdowns, yeah, but the defense was not to blame for this game. You put it everywhere else. And uh, Dennis Kelly needs to play, like, special teams or something. The only times he did anything good yesterday was making tackles, recovering fumbles. That was it.
0: On his mistakes a lot of time. Well, yeah, I mean, Exa- it's, it's On,
1: on, on, I think every time. but hey. And that's it. That's my my
0: rant, John. And and that's where it comes back down to me. I understand that the popular topic, again, is the offensive line. And it's, look, you can have as much depth as you want in here. Fine, there might have been somebody better than Dennis Kelly out there. Whatever you want. I still haven't heard a name. But this offensive line needs a starter. That's where it is now. I don't know if you can, and again, I don't know if you can really kill Chip or Howie or whatever for the past two years that it's been a big mistake to, uh, to not find another guy to replace one of these things. Nobody ever thought that they'd have uh, injuries again on the offensive line, especially not with Jason Peters. You know, I, I I didn't hear that a lot going into this. It's like, yeah, he might be getting old, and they might need to replace him. The talent's not quite there. But I don't remember him like ever being like, oh, yeah, he's going to be injured. This guy's going to be injured. They're going to have to shuffle it around a bunch. And this is an offensive line that looked good against Dallas. So, I, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, they need a starter there. But they also addressed what everybody wanted to address in the offseason. We're having a little bit of revisionist history. Again, they fixed the secondary. They fixed the defense. They attacked all that. And if they were to draft him, then you would say bye-bye Jordan Hicks, more than likely, or Eric Rowe, or whatever. And and it's probably not going to be the same. I, I don't know. I can't even say that either. But again, we're addressing the things of this didn't work because the other thing is better. That's not true. That's just not true. That's something I, I'll never accept. And especially with Bradford and everything here, I you still hear that going around. You cannot kill them for taking a shot with the quarterback. I don't know how right. it's going to work out now. I you know we do notice and it wasn't a a secret or anything, but the offense definitely you saw runs a little bit quicker with Sanchez. I don't know how much of an advantage that is going to be, um, and I saw a, a, the only things I'll defend Chip on. Where and listen, if if Jeff McClain's asking me a question about football, I'd have the same response too. Let's right, just put it right. out that way, because
1: but I, but for once, a legitimate question. It I is a legitimate you. question. It's a legitimate question in this spot. That's a legitimate question,
0: and that answer is ridiculous. And that's it's, and horses- a, it's a it's a horseshit answer. Um, and the other thing, too, is just like, why? He, didn't
1: answer. He, just, he just fought with McLean and then went on to the next question. That, that's the point. It wasn't even an answer. It wasn't even a yeah. bullshit. answer. It was just we, we, you know, we still have starters over here last year. Fuck that.
0: Yeah, there's so. just a yeah, there, there's there is a lot. Yeah. And we, there's a look, you can the offense is bad. The offense is bad. Like half of the team is bad. Um, But you know that's where I keep coming back to, too, is so is the league. The league's awful right now, guys. Like the, I, I am just looking. I went through it today just before we came on. There are 19 teams with a sub-500 record, and there are three teams that are five and four on top of that. So you're talking about 21 teams full of mediocrity right now. That's w- more than half of the league. And the ones that are successful have been together for the longest and have quarterbacks. That's where we're at right now. That every year we we talk about... How do how does him you know these these teams win? How do it really just comes back to they got a good quarterback, their defense has been together, their offensive line isn't horrendous. That's what that's what it keeps coming back to, and we and as much as we're gonna bitch today, and I don't know if pe- there's a there's a bunch of people that are in the mind of you know I'd rather just have this season end so you can get so you can be higher in the talent pool next year. But they're only again they're only a game behind, and it's weird that Washington is half having game, this surged, a half game, a half game, even. Uh, you know the Giants going to the bye at five and five. How they lost that to New England, I'll, I'll never understand. And that they, that's bullshit because they should have won. And I don't know what a catch in the NFL is anymore. But regardless, regardless of that, there's still like we always have the answers of what makes a good NFL team, what teams are going to be good and going to be get bad week by week. You see Detroit beating Green Bay. You see, you know, a lot of crazy things like that Tampa Bay game against Dallas. Those are two bad football teams. That's a weird football game. Everything just doesn't, and I'm not, and that's not me saying like I agree with like Chip, oh yeah, they're just, they're just one place away. You see all these guys. That's a bullshit answer too. This team's not good enough. They got to be worrying about what this team is not doing well. This team is not scoring enough. Well, I I don't know. It's not scoring enough points consistently it's not playing well consistently
1: and, and and hold up real quick on the offense there there's nothing you can count on you know, we thought we, we we were getting the feeling we might be able to count on the running game here. We can't. Yeah. There, there is nothing in this offense that you can say from week to week, all right, that that's going to show up for me, and that's going to, you know, I can count on that. In a big spot, that'll get me through, and we haven't seen a single thing yet this season, uh, you know, and, and whether it's something as simple as, as like Macklin last year, and again, I'm not, I, I wouldn't give the guy 13000000 million. We've had this discussion, but yeah. you could count on that dude to make a big catch for you. You could count on him to, to come through in a big spot. There's nothing this year, nothing that you can count on.
0: And that's the problem that we have is because this is going to be a this is a this is a longer discussion. Like we can always we can always go well Murray over Macklin. We we can have that debate forever this year, and we're going to get a, you know the same thousand answers, and it's really only two answers to that. But that's going to carry into next year as well because who knows they might both decline. Macklin may resurge in, in next year and be. Fantastic, and then Murray hits a hits an awful awful floor, or he you know Murray stays the same, Macklin stays the same. Could go a couple of different ways, uh, but I I won't accept that a rookie running back and a, and now now concussed Ryan Matthews and Sproles would have been a a better route or a better option. And you can talk about saving money and putting it elsewhere, and then I hear a lot of answers saying O line depth, and and then we're back to the same thing again. The O line doesn't need depth; it needs a starter. And that's what they have to address this year, next year. Jason Spriggs, whatever you have to do, they have to allow Lane Johnson to take over at left tackle. You got to put somebody over at right, and you can sustain through getting decent, okay guards because you don't need you don't need Hall of Fame guards in this league. You don't. It's been proven. It's been shown. And they are, I, uh, I think they are more or less like half of the problem. The offensive line itself has been terrible. Jason Kelsey has been completely lost this year. The he's up and down. That's what I'm saying. Like, there is nothing that is, I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't think it's necessarily this the scheme. I do think Chip Kelly undervalues wide receivers a little bit, but it doesn't matter if you can't get them the ball. John,
1: I want to hop in here because I want to kind of flip a question on you based All on right. what we're talking about right here, because you've been very, very staunch. And we have I've been mostly along the same lines as you, but I've had a few more criticisms than you in the game planning, in, in the way Chip has gone about attacking defenses. And my, my problem, and again, going back to what he said today, and if you look at the way this game played out from a, a throwing the ball perspective, okay, you know, you've got 10 targets for four targets and, and catches for Selig, eight targets for Murray, six for Sproles. Then you've got your receiving core where Matthews led the way with five and then four for Aguilar, four for Huff, three for Matthews. Excuse me, that's Ryan Matthews with three targets. The point is there were there were out of uh, 44 targets in the game, there were 13 targets to wide receivers. And, and I know that part of that is personnel. And, and part of that is what Chip said in his press conference. Our plan was to attack the linebackers. My problem is, at what point can you only go so far with a plan? You game plan and come in and say, all right, we're attacking these linebackers. But, but Miami's corners stink, too. Don't you have to find a way to, to get something going on the outside as well or get these receivers involved? 13 out of 44 targets, targets. Or they only threw the ball to a wide receiver 13 times, and you can't tell me that's just because these guys were covered every single play. So, so where does that – is that strictly the quarterback not making them right – right reads in your opinion or or do you think that chip might be going a little too far with his matchup game planning and maybe you know focusing too much on a team's weaknesses instead of the fact that they might have multiple weaknesses that you can exploit
0: i think it's a combination of those things and if you're telling this is what i keep this is what co- keeps coming back to first of all i know this we we've talked about this a lot uh, and a lot of this discussion came from the throwing the sticks, throwing you know behind the, uh, behind the sticks, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> which I, was a, the theme of our watching
2: the game. Yeah, I which guess.
0: we just keep bringing up, which, again, worked a couple of times. It's not a situation where I'm saying that's the better option rather than throwing deep, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in those situations early in football games where you've turned over the ball a lot, where your team doesn't have a burner, it doesn't have Odell Beckham Jr., it doesn't have a guy that's going to make you peel off like you have to for for them to establish a deep passing game those guys have to catch the ball that's where it comes down to and maybe it is part of this but it, it, here's the other counter to that if Brent's if Brent Selick Brent Selick has 120 receiving yards in a quarter don't you think you would just keep that up and going you know that's that's the other flip side of like okay well that was working though you know, why would you change up to then throw a deep ball to Riley Cooper or whoever or Aguilar or whatever it is um, if if that's going? Now, that being said, that doesn't mean you should not take shots deep. That I'm with you on. You should be doing those things. Occasionally, you'll get an offensive pass interference call. as jo- Or excuse me, uh, 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 just pass interference. I don't know why I said throw offensive there. Josh Huff. Because
1: the, the eagle receiver would actually fuck it up and yeah, actually exactly. get the penalty call against <laughs> them is the actual reason.
0: Josh Huff got that call yesterday, a couple of times. Um, there are points actually,
1: we saw a little from Huff too yesterday. He, that was that was one of his better showings. His yeah, Eagles. it was.
0: I thought he I thought he played well, and that's where it just kind of that's what I'm saying. You, they don't have the personnel to do that. They don't. This team was built on. This team is going to be able to run. There's going to be wide receivers that are going to be able to get yak ability. And that's what's going to create this because my offense allows them to do that because they're going to be wide open eight yards down the field and you're going to be able to continue on there. I like the deep ball, but I think it's also just as ridiculous to go, well, at least try and throw it down the field because then people will be scared. It's not true. You're doing two things there. You're relying on uh, a penalty being called, which is a terrible game plan. Uh, and you're also expecting Riley Cooper. And again, Miles Austin, those are the two guys that have been primarily on the outside here. That's the problem. There isn't a number one guy here to be able to do that. So if if that were to be available, if if Odell Beckham Jr. was on this football team, then it'd be a monstrous wide receiving core. There's your deep threat uh, who can do a lot. Then you have a big guy going through the middle. Then you have Huff, Aguilar, some com- combination as your three doing the same things. You can move them in and out. So they would be forgotten about, and then there's more open space. But it's just, I think to me, it is way more a, a personnel thing. And Chip Kelly going, I think we'll be okay with this wide receiving core. And I thought that too. I thought for the most part that Huff could elevate his game. And again, I'm not knocking him. He had a good, he had a decent game yesterday. But it again with these guys, it's not consistent. We put a lot on Jordan Matthews' shoulders, and he had the dropsies early on. So now he's here, and he had a, a, an okay game. They didn't really go to him that much because the tight ends were open. Like there was—that's where I don't understand it either. James is like, I don't know how. Why? Why did they switch away from like, whatever was working in the first couple of quarters? There, it it just didn't. It seemed like it stopped. Then Sanchez got in there, and it looked like it was back again. I I, I don't understand that.
1: Yeah, well, I think the O line didn't give Bradford much time as the game wore on. They got worse, but I I think it's I think. One of the like fundamental issues here is right now the NFL is a league about playmakers. It's a, guys who go out and make plays, and even guys don't have to be great. We saw Ruben Randall do it in, in that Pats game last night. Just go up and just take the ball away from a cornerback. There's no one on this Eagles team who does that. Like there's no one on this Eagles team who you think a jump ball, and that's why I'm 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 agreeing with your your general idea of of just throwing the ball deep doesn't necessarily mean you're going to have positive results, strictly because these guys aren't gonna win battles. These guys aren't gonna go up and get the ball. Go up and yeah. make a play. There's no one on this team who does that. And that's a that's a real issue. And and it's it's really upsetting as an eagle fan to have gone through it, it almost feels like history repeating itself and i and i don't think we've really ever compared chip to andy it's it's one of those things where they're so starkly different but we've had a coach here who devalued wide receivers and for one year he didn't and the eagles went to the super bowl and obviously, a very different team with a much better quarterback. But we've seen what can happen when you devalue wide receivers, especially in today's NFL. I, I think you're right. I think the chip is putting a little too much emphasis on the scheme, on the on reliability, and that he doesn't have either. That's a real problem as well. None of these guys are even, you know, what Jason Avant used to
0: be—someone you could count on to catch the right. ball. Right. Well, there, there. I think you hit it on the head there. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think if it, it's not like these guys aren't getting talent, open right? in the middle.
1: It doesn't have to. Oh, be sure, like, sure. I agree. It's best if you can get Des Bryant. If you can get AJ Green, if you get Absolutely. these superstars. But look, look what Cam's Newton's doing. At least those guys are catching the ball for him. Philly Brown, not a good receiver, but the kid's getting open and making catches. You know, what I mean, and that's a very low-end
0: example, but And that's you know, and, and even before that. That's what I'm saying. Like if you were to get, let's just flip that around and let's say that Chip Kelly signed Ted Ginn and Philly Brown instead of Miles Austin. Not that we would be like, "Oh yeah, that's it's clearly better." Well, that would, be, that would be scrutinized the same way. It'd be like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Philly Brown, fucking, you know, Teddy Ginn, like the guys that okay, couldn't. Be- guy. come on. Yeah, that, the, those things where, you know, I didn't think that Miles Austin was going to contribute hardly anything. And that's why I, I had him as like, okay, maybe he's wide receiver four, and you can work him in in certain packages, sure. Like, he was a guy that could never get open, and now he just can't, he could can barely get open and he can't catch. So it's just like, what is going on here you I'm know,
1: at the point where I'd like to see Seji Sedg- Ajiratutu running some. Yeah, running. that's what I mean. Like, I throw some friggin' heart out there. Uh, I mean, he was all over on special teams yesterday. Let it frig it. Yeah, what? What? What else?
0: What else is better? Throw him out there. Yeah, the, it, it, I'm. I'm into the. I'm into the try anything phase right now. Yeah. What, what? Whatever. Like, if Sanchez comes out for the next two games and moves the offense, fine, great. I don't think that's going to happen, but if it does, I'm not going to sit here and bitch about it. Like, it's not like the offense was. This powerful juggernaut under Bradford, as much as I'd like to have that work out, and I still think that's still kind of up in the air what you're going to do moving forward here. But you know, it, it's and it astounds me that we're going to go into uh, another draft class with the three biggest needs being the weakest of the year. <laughs> it's not a good quarterback. They class. have
1: not gotten much. Uh, kind of uh, in a similar
0: vein as as
1: Sam Inky and the Sixers, they have not gotten much luck uh, their way in that department. Yeah, and I and I
0: think that's where some of this. Some of that comes in, and I know that there are people like, you know, I go back and forth with with our old friend Mike K because he's a listen, he doesn't like Chippy. He thinks I'm a chip chip on or whatever. There's a couple of us that kind of go in between there. But I I can't look at this draft class and go, well, this sucks because Roe isn't playing or Aguilar got hurt and he's not really progressing that well. Jordan Hicks is out for the year. You know, you have a third-round pick next year. We'll have to see what that turns into. Shepard went down with an ACL. Evans was a whatever pick. He's on the practice squad. And so was Moloch uh, and, and the rest of those guys. I, I don't know if I can consider that, oh, well, that's a bad class. What the the problem is, and we've already said it already here, James, is that I, I think along with some of us, Chip also said we can roll with this and, and, and win games, and it's just it's just not going to be there this year. But I'm also not ready to say – like, throw him in the kit. Like, this isn't going to work. Throw it all away. Because most of these moves worked out okay. Maxwell's working out okay. Dermott worked out great. Uh, you know, I, I again, I, I'm still 50-50 with Murray, but I don't think it completely crushes this team moving forward. I like Nelson Aguilar. We all did. We all liked the idea of Nelson Aguilar. We liked him in the preseason. We liked him doing other things.
1: I still do too. Yeah. he's young. He's a rookie. I, I think we got. I think we, as a, as a, really NFL fan base, kind of got, you know, spoiled slash tricked into believing uh, in, in rookie wide receivers after last season and the Beckham's and the Watkins and the Evans and, and Matthews and and you know Martavis Bryant and all these kids just coming out and just contributing immediately the the vast history of the nfl says that that was an anomaly that that was the outlier not that every year and and i do think that there's something to that with they throw more in college so kids are going to be a little bit better quicker but kids like that still need a little time to, to adjust to the speed and schemes in the nfl
0: and the fact that, that we were all we were all jordan matthews crazy before him, we we're like, of course, of course, it's understandable that you don't pay Jeremy Macklin eleven million dollars. Look at Jordan Matthews; he had a thousand, uh, you know, a thousand yards, a, a shitload of carries or uh, touchdowns. receptions, touchdowns. He can carry a load, and then he comes back and gets the dropsies. So it's just like, oh my God! So a lot of us underestimated that too. You can't go and say that this wide receiving core is completely crap and blow it up. And it's not up; it needs it needs more. There needs to be one more guy there. Riley Cooper and Miles Austin can't be here. How long have we been saying that for? You know, we can blame Chip all we want about the re-signing. I don't know how much he was involved with that. That seems more like a Howie call to me. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know where it all lies. There's people that are like, I even heard Mike Casey that was like a complete downgrade. Listen, Howie fucking sucks. All right? He wasn't even. He wasn't much better. That's why the, two, the, the whole reason, again, why we are here is because Chip and Howie had a difference in philosophies and they drafted two completely different ways in two thousand fourteen. I'm pinning it on both of them. I'm trying to, I'm tired of trying to figure it out. But that's why this team is backwards by a year. It's set it's got set back by a year because of the two thousand fourteen draft. Plain and simple. Your first round pick is nothing. Your second round pick is is probably going to be a cornerstone. Who knows what's going to happen with Huff? Who knows? I mean I can who's the fourth round pick? back then. Did, did, did they even have one or just, just heart uh, or I don't. Oh, no. Jalen, uh, Watkins. Jalen
1: Watkins. Yeah. He's not on the team. Gone. And nowhere else.
0: Finish. Yeah. And Hart looked good yesterday. So there. Uh, I
1: A player too, which was fun to see.
0: Bo Allen in the seventh round. So there's just like, you know, it, it's, it's a mix and match game of, of what's going to happen. I, I want to see what happens for one more year. If it's completely terrible, those picks don't work out. These picks don't work out. They don't go in a different direction. Then I'm on board with you. Time to either, you know, have have chipped, uh, take off the reins as GM or coach or whatever. But I, I just, I don't know. It's such a confusing day today. I hate today so much. Today. I hate it. I hate it. Like do we, there is, there was supposed to be. This was supposed to be like okay, two wins in a row. Now we can. Now we can feel a little bit happy. And it's just not there. And I don't understand. I, I can't for the life of me, with, with so how, again, with how many people were wide open, how it just, like, stopped, the offense just stopped doing, they couldn't score three fucking points in almost yeah. three quarters.
1: And, and add in the fact that, John, on top of that, it's, it's just not fun to watch, man. No, like, it's not. Like, you know, there's nothing exciting. There's nothing, and you have no confidence. I knew that the Eagles were going to lose that game. When we were you know we were watching it together we knew we had no faith that Mark Sanchez was going to win the game and it wasn't just cuz it was Mark Sanchez it you just knew yeah. you knew the way that game was playing out you knew that the lack of you know it just wasn't going to happen and and, and it's just not a fun team to watch man it's really it's 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 becoming a chore to watch this team yeah. on sundays and that that's the worst possible thing
0: yeah uh it is look we're going to uh play phone calls here for a little bit and then i think we're just going to get out because i can't like it's just it's just stupid let's go to the phones right now
2: we want to hear from you Message Call the Duncan Philly Anytime Hotline, leave us a message, and we'll put you on the air. 267-245-6066. That's 267-245-6066. Or tweet your thoughts to us at BGN underscore radio. What's up, guys? So I've been listening to the Philadelphia radio because, you know, if I have to listen to any more Cincinnati
3: day commercials or who day, anything. They do it all the time and it's just it's awful. I can't stand it. It seems to me that all the radio stations over there are just going at ship and just literally just ripping him apart. And rightfully so, we should we should have won that game yesterday. But everyone keeps going back to the offensive line and saying that it's Chip's fault. Understandable. But Mathis hasn't been doing too good. Um Todd Harriman's not doing too good right now. So I don't understand why everyone's being pissed off. We all needed that. All the defensive players last this past year. We needed that. Chip addressed it. That's that this year. Next year will be offensive line. It takes time to do that. If you look at, for example, the Bengals, it takes them time to get a high-caliber defense and offense to be running on all cylinders. This is not a overnight Super Bowl contender team. When we get to that point, we'll know, and you know it sucks because 76ers are stuck, and the hockey team isn't the 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 uh, Flyers aren't doing too well as well. So it kind of sucks that our teams are not doing so well. So I understand the frustration, but everyone take a chill pill.
0: We still love a god. Uh Craig couldn't agree with you more, man. Uh, that's that's the that's basically what I, what we were just saying there. Like it is uh, it is immensely frustrating, and of course you know he. He listening to the Cincinnati Bengals talking, being in there and listening to the difference between that and Philly radio is probably a lot different today. But, uh, yeah, no, I, 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 I am I am completely with you, buddy. Let's go to the next one.
3: Hello, VGN. This was Lawrence calling from San Francisco, California. And what a heartbreaking loss. Uh, I just – this offense cannot – how can Miles Austin not make that catch on that third down? I, I, I want to hear what you guys think about – Eagles trading for Roddy White because they need. If I'm a player on the Eagles defense right now, I'm kicked at those wide receivers.
0: Uh, Lawrence, thanks for checking in. Uh, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say no, and I had no other response set
0: up. Yeah, just... the, he's too old, way too much money, uh, and declining play. I would, you know, if he would, if he was like a free agent coming into last offseason, maybe, but uh, yeah, that's I don't. I, there's there's nothing that they can do uh, right now.
3: Just finished watching the Eagles and Dolphins and I just want Miles Austin to be take a big part of this blame and the fact that
2: you can't hand
3: off, you know, with Sanchez. It was just a pathetic uh performance um from that guy. Like that touchdown where he couldn't get his foot in and on the interception he could have gone for the ball. All right, that's it. Bye.
0: Uh didn't we didn't have your name, bud, but uh I mean, you're preaching to the I'll, choir in that one. I'll drive him to the airport. I'll <laughs> drive
1: him to whatever, wherever he lives. I'll drive him to Texas or wherever the hell he lives. Let's go. I'll drive the car, man.
0: Yeah, I'll drop him no off at the airport. Yeah, no, not not a problem. Not in the woods like even. I said,
1: I'll go further. I'll I'll drive him across the country to get rid of this
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hear Alaska is nice this time of year. All right, let's go to the last one here.
3: <laughs> hey guys, it's uh, Aaron from Illinois, and I'm sitting here after the game, just still trying to process how in the hell this team lost to a 3-5 and five Dolphins team with an interim head coach with four career games as a head coach at any level. It's it's baffling to me how they let this game slip away. You have a 16-3 lead in the first quarter and you just let it slip away again. And I think coming into this game, there hasn't been a lot of games that you could look of coming into the week where you're like, this is a for sure win. There's just too many factors going against Dolphins to me for us. Whether it's they're coming in three straight road games or the fact they're a terrible team against the run and we can only average two and a half uh, we average less than two and a half yards per carry against them and then uh the fact that brian hannahill he's i think this uh one of the top five most sacked quarterbacks in the last five years and we were able to get some pressure on him with some sacks but it just didn't seem consistent enough and right now to me this just looks like an average football team and i just wanted to i want to get your guys thoughts maybe after this loss uh maybe i mean there is still obviously a chance for us to win the division but uh is there a chance to actually turn this team around and get it looking like actually good football team and not just average, average
0: one? Uh, Aaron, we appreciate the call, bud, and I wish I had an answer for you. Uh, if you asked me last week, I would say absolutely. You know, that's that's big momentum. We're, we, we said that. There's big momentum for Dallas. Um, uh, it, nothing's going to carry game to game, but at least as far as, like, a team chemistry thing, like seeing Bradford scream down the field uh, after a, uh, an OT game, Jordan Matthews bouncing back. The offensive line bounce back. You just figured, okay, so if they can play that way, you know, through the, we weren't even asking for the rest of the year. I think me and James were just saying, just for the next three weeks, let's just bang these things yeah. out. So yeah. that's over now.
1: John, I will say though, to his Dolphins points, I warned everyone about Dan Kimball. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not warn everyone? Oklahoma drills being crazy it works
0: uh <laughs> oh i take no joy in it today John. yeah 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 exactly um no but the um no and we we both had a little bit of where i just think i was like i'm just probably i'm overreacting of course you're going to be able to run the football against the dolphins look at them um but yeah i i is you know we we said it already but it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous to even think that they could win the division i'm not sure if they can now like, this really put up. this was a
1: well, probably
0: a top ten hold on, hold on. loss. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm with you, John. I'm with you. But we did talk about it yesterday. Like, can they win the division? Yes, because this division sucks.
0: Yeah, it's bad. I know
1: the Giants – yeah, it's, like, extra bad. I know the Giants, you know, played the Patriots stuff, but they always do. Okay, the Giants no. are not a good football team either. Are they better than the Eagles right now? Yes. No question. I don't think it's close, but the Eagles do have an easier schedule. And, and just from a, a strictly numbers perspective, if you were going to lose one of these next three games, like we said, theoretically, you're still in it. If you win two of the three, we it all three. If you're going to lose one, you lose the Dolphins one. It's the AFC game. It's the one that matters the right. least. But I, I think from an eye test, from a, how you feel about this team, no, you, you really don't feel like that's a, a realistic thing. But but strictly from the numbers and and how, how – much of a lack, like we talked about, of really good teams there are in this league. Yeah, it's possible.
0: Yeah, that, and we'll go back to that again. There's 21 teams that are either at or no, sorry. There's like three teams that are at 500 or just above it, and there are 19 that are under it. So, I I I would like to see more, uh, but I'm not going to be excited for the for the journey to it. Like if nine and, if they win at nine and seven, and that wins the division, and to James's point, that's what. Yeah, the Eagles destroyed that Giants team how the hell did that happen you know it's just kind of like Washington always somehow plays Philly better you know Dallas is always a split it's just a weird football is weird and I can't predict because it. no
1: teams are that much better than the others yeah it's that's what it is a bunch of mediocre crap that's why the product there are is certain horrible. teams that play teams well like yes the Patriots are a better team than the Giants but the Patriots also were down to one starting lineman they're yeah. playing like the nobody's on they've got the one undrafted rookie on the line like a sixth round pick on the line from this year uh shaq mason was their fourth round pick i mean they, they it's a, it's a, a a total makeshift line they just lost Dion lewis who was probably their most along and with, edelman yeah you know, and edelman too but specifically for that game lost lewis or you know wasn't in, in the game at all yeah yeah major major bla- safety blanket for brady so i mean i think that just this league there's you know the reason is, is anybody can beat anybody pretty much. It's, it's just a bunch of shitty football.
0: Yeah, it's it's really bad. That's why. Hot take: the NBA is still the best product on the market. Book it right here and there. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. I, I can't. Um, I, I if I if I talk anymore, more, the microphone's going to blow up with all the heat and all the uh, <laughs> all the takes here. So for uh, myself, uh, for James Zeltzer, and of course all of you out there, I want to thank everybody for listening to BGN Radio, episode number one twenty eight, right here. BleedingGreenNation.com and libertybroadcast.co
2: You've been listening to BGN Radio right here on BleedingGreenNation.com. Fueled by Duncan Philly and part of the Liberty Broadcast Network.
3: Folks, we have now reached our final destination of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We realize you have a choice in podcast, and we thank you for choosing ours.